Hey, this is Brian Damage from Kicks, and you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. Hey, you're listening to the Brutally Delicious Podcast. I am Bruce. And I'm Chris. And today we've got the legendary, I don't know what you'd call them, 80s rock band, legendary rock band, pre-metal. Absolutely. Pre-metal band, whatever they are, they were definitely the soundtrack to my formative years. And I can't believe that Blow My Fuse is 30 years old. That's going to date <laughs> me. But let's go ahead and welcome Brian from Kicks. Hey, Bruce. Hey, we've got Brian on the line from Kicks. Brian, can you hear us? Hey, Brian. How are you doing, man? Good. Thanks for taking the time, Brian. I appreciate it. Yeah, my pleasure. You're up in Maryland still? Uh, no, actually, I'm back down home in Nashville. Oh, nice. I didn't know. I thought you guys were all from Maryland. Well, originally, yeah. Gotcha. But I, I'm like the I'm like the lone wolf. I, I sort of move around. I was out in California for like 26 years. Oh, wow. Cool. Well, if you don't, uh, if you don't mind, we'll just go ahead and jump in and uh, see where we end up. Chris, you want to take the lead? Sure. I just listened to um, the remixes on the new album. <clears throat> the remixes on the new album, and I can't believe how good they sound. How how was it going back into those tracks and remixing, remixing them, and hearing them again almost for the first time again? Well. Um, well, the thing is, uh, Mark Shanker sort of handled all that, and, and um, once they got a hold of the masters, they just sent them directly to Bow Hill. So I actually never heard heard it until he remixed it. Oh. Um, and, and the way that he did it, though, was kind of interesting. He didn't, uh, Bo didn't listen to the, uh, to the, to the original record. He just took the, the raw, you know, the uh, 24 track tapes or whatever they were, the the masters, and he just mixed, remixed it without listening to the original. So it's his own take on the whole thing. Oh wow! What a cool idea! Yeah, and how, it, how how was it listening to those songs then when they came back from mix and they were mixed not out of context is maybe the wrong word, but they were out of context with the original. Did it did it change your opinion on some songs or? Uh no, but but it was interesting because uh, because that record, if you go back and listen to it, it really had that '80s sound. It had a lot of like uh, effects and, and it was kind of jumbly sounding in some parts, like the the echo and and all that junk. And he kind of yeah. cleaned all that stuff up, so it, it kind of gave it a little bit more clarity and. The other thing that he did that was really interesting was, um, like, a lot of times when we're recording in the studio uh, and, you know, we get the, the main track done and I go back to do solos and stuff, sometimes I'll just let the track run and I'll just play guitar fills here and there. And and um, and they, uh, a lot of times they'll, they'll just pick and choose certain ones and stick them in certain spots. So there's other fills that, that are buried you know, that were pulled down in the mix that, that never got on the record. And Bo found some of those and, and stuck them back in. And oh, it was cool. Like, yeah, it was kind of cool because I, I kind of, I, I for, completely forgot that I even played in certain spots and all of a sudden I'll hear a guitar lick jump out and I'll go, 
Oh, I forgot I did that. <laughs> <laughs> Where did that come so, from? <laughs> yeah, so that that was pretty cool to hear that, you know. Bruce? So, I know uh blow my fuse, it's 30 years, but you guys have been around long enough. You ever imagine you'd still be doing it this far in advance or that it would, kicks would still be relevant and people would still be looking to buy records? No, I had no idea this was going to happen. In fact, I mean, that, that's kind of how I am. I, I kind of, I don't look that far ahead. Like when we first got together, I, I know, um, I mean, and this was back, it was just Ronnie, me, and, and Donnie Purnell to begin with, and we had a different uh, different drummer. Um, Donnie was like, oh, yeah, you know, we're going to write original songs and, and get a record deal. And, and, like, I never thought about it like that. I was just, you know, I just wanted to be in a band and play guitar. <laughs> right. So, so I didn't even think, you know, I, I never looked that far ahead. So I had, you know, it, it is, it is, uh, it's a blessing that, that we were able to still do it, you know, this, this long after. Right. You know? And I imagine, like, if you go to a kick show nowadays, it's going to be people like myself bringing their kids to see it, right? So you've got multiple generations at the shows? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's really cool. That's and, pretty and, neat. You know, especially especially the, the all-ages shows when you see the, the, the parents and then the kids, and it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, it makes you feel like you did something right, right? I mean, you guys are holding holding your own that many years later. Yeah, and, and and the really cool part is, you know, some of these younger kids, just like when when I was coming up, you know, I, I would go back and listen to Chuck Berry. I, would, I mean, that's where I learned how to play guitar. So I was listening to, like, 50s music, and now the, these young kids are listening to 80s music, and to them, that's their 50s music. Yes, you're right. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> now, I see on the record, too, or on the on the release here that you guys also are including 10 never before released demos of all 10 tracks. Right. So yeah, that, that was really interesting too. <laughs> that, that must've been a trip because were those demos done by you guys? Were they done by the label? Like how did you find the demos first of all? And second of all, when you heard them, were you like, Oh wow. We were like really prepared for this. Well, yeah, those we did all our own demos. We had we had like a rehearsal studio with a you know a, a basic recording setup in there, so we could work on new music, and then we we make these demos. And um, I mean, I actually had the, the whole collection of everything we've ever done, like every version of every song, you know, stuff stored away somewhere. But I, you know, I rarely get that stuff out and listen to it, so. Um, well, the thing was, Mark, our bass player, happened to have the demos for that record, and those were like kind of like the final demos because we ha there's other versions of, say, like "Blow My Fuse." There's a version somewhere where there's a completely different chorus. Oh, really? But um, yeah, I wish I could find it. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but Mark, um, I guess he was friends with Ronnie way back in in the day, and Ronnie had given him the final like demos of, of that record right before we went to do the record. So Mark actually had that, that cassette of those songs. And, um, and the, here's the funny thing was at one point, Bo, when Bo was in the middle of mixing, re, doing the remix, I reached out to Mark and I said, Hey Mark, you know, I, I'd love to hear some of this stuff. Cause I want to make sure that, 
that it's on track, you know, because I hadn't heard anything, and I was like worried about it, you know. And right. So, so Mark sends me this uh, these mixes, and but the problem was I I miscommunicated, and he sent me the demos. So <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm sitting there listening to the demos. I'm going, wait a minute, this doesn't sound right. <laughs> You know, like the, the the solos weren't the same, and I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> and then I find out it's demos, and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. are you sure this is the mix? That's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I also read on your on the bio or the uh, the press release that you guys are going to play the whole thing start to finish, playing it top to bottom. Well, yeah. I mean, it came out like uh, when, when did, I can't even remember when it was released, but we we've. Uh, yeah, we did a whole year. Um, we we did the the set list. It was it was the the album in its entirety. So we did that for the whole year for a whole year, and now we're going went back to the regular set of you know mixed up stuff. Right. But um, so so yeah, we we did we we. Uh, oh, that's already been that. done. Yeah. Okay, I misread it. I thought that was something that was uh, upcoming. Yeah, that was a challenge too. There was a couple songs on there. I mean, we pretty pretty much did all the songs at some point, except for um, what was the one? Piece of the Pie. We never played that live because we uh, when we got to the studio, we had just put that one together, and I remember struggling to try to get through that while we were recording it. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was kind of a challenge to play. Because it's, it's one of those songs that's just like uh, that riff just goes through the whole song. It's just never ending. Right. So after we got done recording it, it was like, oh, man, I hope we never play that one. That's <laughs> funny. And, uh, and we never did. We never played that live until until this past year. And, and it was like, oh, no, now i got to learn that song. But but after learning it, it was, it, was, it was fine. I mean, it's just like anything else. Going into it, you think, you know, it's really overwhelming to think about it. It's like, yeah, I've never played that live. But then once you, you've done it a few times and you get used to it, it's like a big deal after that. Do you find that this far along in your career, uh, being of a seasoned age, that it's you have to prep differently for a tour or shows, or is it pretty much the same as it always was? Yeah, it's pretty much the same. I mean, back in the old days, we used to um, – I mean, they were like full-on tours. Now, now they're pretty much fly dates, mm-hmm. where we just we just fly out for a weekend, and we do a show or maybe two, and then fly home, and we're home during the week. Like in the old days, we just we get in the van and we go. Right. <laughs> and it would just be like you know one show after another with a couple of days off here and there. So, you know, it was almost like um, I mean, back in those days. We played so much that, um, I mean, I was in a constant state of being warmed up all the time. And now it's like kind of like I cool off and have to warm up again and cool off and warm up. So there is a little bit more preparation, I guess, before to, to get up to speed. Right. Okay. Chris? Yeah. Well, this is a funny, funny 80s question. Do you party the same way after the show? <laughs> No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, so, you know, like Steve and Jimmy, they'll, they'll you know, they drink, a, and they don't. They only drink a couple beers, and half the time, especially if they're local shows, you know, they got to worry about driving and all that stuff. But, but personally, myself, 
I completely burned myself out on all that stuff. I, and I've actually been been sober for going on 22 years now. Yeah, good for you. <laughs> oh, congratulations. Yeah, I mean, I really ran it into the ground. <laughs> that, that was the that was the 80s, though, right? I mean, that was the uh, pretty much like the decade of decadence. Yeah, well, yeah, and and, and for me, you know, I left the band '93, uh, and that's when I moved out to to LA. So the '90s really, I mean, that was like <laughs> that, that that was like the icing on the cake for me. The '90s, and and uh, I, I mean, I complete. I ended up. At the end of the 90s, I was like, oh, I ended up in jail and everything. Oh, I mean, man. everything that that can go wrong with, with drinking and doing drugs that happened in the 90s for me. So, <laughs> The great news yeah. is you're, you're on the other end talking to us, so that's a, that's a wonderful uh, outcome anyway, because a lot of uh, contemporaries didn't make it out. No, yeah, I know. That's true. I know. So yeah, that, I mean, that... Yeah. that yeah, it's a good. It was a good thing. I mean, that's the way I try to look at at everything. It's like I try not to say that's good, or that's bad, because even the worst things turn out to be sometimes the best things. You know? Right. Absolutely. I hundred percent agree. Are you guys planning uh, on? Do, go ahead, Chris. Sorry. No, no, go ahead, Chris. I know you guys are re-releasing this, but do you have any plans at all to do to release any new material? Is there any writing going on? Yeah, there is. I mean, we've all we're all kind of working on on song ideas, and we have talked about it. We just, it, you know, we've just been so busy that uh, we haven't had a chance to really get together and, and work on anything. There was um, when was that? Like in September or something. We 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 played some show up in like North Dakota where we had this big long drive car like drive from the airport to to wherever we were going, mm-hmm. and um. And Steve played me a bunch of the stuff that he's been working on. So you know, everybody's got a collection of stuff they they're they're um, they're working on. Right. And uh, yeah, we just haven't gotten together as a group to sort of sort it all out yet. But but it will. I mean, it'll eventually happen. That's wonderful. I can't wait for that, Chris. Yeah, me neither. Uh, I don't know. Hey, before we go, I have one more quick question for you. You guys do a lot of those uh, those boats, right? What's that experience like? Oh, the the, the uh, Monsters of Rock cruise. I think that's the one you do, right? The Monsters of Rock. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. That's a lot of fun. I mean, we've been doing that since they started that thing. But um, I remember uh, when they first asked us to do it, the, the very first one. Um. I remember I was like really hesitant. Not that I wouldn't wasn't going to do it, but I, I remember thinking about it, going, "Oh man, <laughs> like how am I going to handle this?" Because it's it's basically, you know, it's a giant party boat. Yeah, it's, it's like the it's like the hotel, so you have everybody there, and you're kind of like held captive. You can't yeah. get away. Right. So so it really like concerned me. I was thinking, how am I going to deal with that whole thing? But you know, after doing it a few times, um, I've completely gotten used to it for one thing. But but um, the thing is, well, even the fans, it, it's almost like the, the very first time that happened, it was a little bit more hectic because everybody was like, uh, you know, the fans were like, oh, well, you know, they were all excited. Right. But now they're they're so so used to being on those things with, with the band that uh, – 
you know, they don't go crazy when they see you at the buffet or something. Right. That's cool. <laughs> you know, they, they, you kind of pass people and they go, hey, how's it going? <laughs> you know, they're, they're so used to seeing all these, these band guys walking around. Right. Um, but the other thing is I, I've learned, you know, after doing it so many times, I've learned how to get around. Like, I know where the hot spots are. Like, I know where the drunk people are going to be. <laughs> right. And, uh, so I just, uh, I avoid places like, I don't walk through, like, where the, the pool deck, that's where mm-hmm. everybody hangs out, where all the bars, yeah. the open mm-hmm. bars are. So usually if I want to get from one end of the ship to the other, I'll, I'll go down underneath where the cabins are and, and, you know, go through that way and then I'll go up a stairway somewhere and I don't take elevators because you get trapped there too. (laughs) (laughs) So so I always take the stairs and I I always like sneak through the cabin hallways to get from one end of the ship to the other. And that's, that's the way I get around. (laughs) Nice. Well, that's all I've got. Chris, you good? I'm good. Yeah. Did I cut you off, Brian? Oh no! I was just gonna. I was just gonna say, but you know, other than that, it's 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 a lot of fun. Nice. Yeah. That's hey, one and, cruise. I'm, that's one cruise I always want to go on. Well, the other thing is too. Uh, I mean, not only is it, it's fun to play and 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 meet the fans and and talk to people. Um, the other thing is there's so many other bands playing that that we get to go see the other bands when we're not playing. So that's another bonus, you know. Yeah, and I imagine yeah, some but, of those are friends of yours too, right? From thirty years ago. Yeah, yeah, like Tesla, you know, those guys. Yeah, and they're they're always at our show, and we go see their show. And but there's other bands that that you know, there, there's bands that, that that have been on that cruise that I've heard, but I've never seen. Like, um, for instance, um, that band DAD. Yeah. Oh yeah. Man, I. I you know, I'd seen a few of their videos here and there, and I liked what I heard, but I didn't even I didn't had I didn't even own any of their records, and I wasn't really that familiar with them. But I went to see them on the ship, and I was like blown away. They were so good. That's great. And, and wow. um, this last cruise, they had Rose um, um, Tattoo on there. Oh, that must and have been I'm great. Like, yeah, and I'm a big fan of Rose Tattoo, and I actually saw them back in the like early '80s at one mm-hmm. point, but um, I hadn't seen them since then, and I had no idea how they were going to be now because a couple of the guys, I guess, have died, you know, and they had to replace them. But man, they were so they were the highlight of that last cruise that we were on. I, I went to see them, and I was just going to check them out, and I could not leave. They were so good. I was like, <laughs> That's <"Yeah."> great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Well, cool, man. That is all I've got. Yeah, me too. I really appreciate your time again. Thanks so much. Yeah, yeah, anytime. Thanks, Brian. Be well, and happy Thanksgiving, man. Yeah, you too. All right, we'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye. Cheers. Wow, another good one, huh? Yeah, that was a great one. What a nice guy. Yeah, we've not come across pretty much anybody who's been uh Everyone we've talked to has been just so cool. Yeah. I mean, I was it's just really thinking, amazing. I was thinking about well, you were talking about the remasters and all. Let's listen to them, and that was like the uh, the soundtrack to my formative years. That record. Oh yeah, yeah. This record. Yeah. Came out thir- in '88, and um, I remember when it came out. I in Canada it wasn't a big thing, um, but I remember it coming out because 
I don't know if it was released in Canada at the time, but we would get like some MTV stuff out of the U.S. Sure. But uh, yeah, it's really cool. You know, I became more familiar with them later on. Yeah, I mean, when it was a choice of going to the diner to get poutine or go get the new Kicks record, you chose the poutine, right? <laughs> Dude, I was so poor, I couldn't afford poutine or records. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Poutine wasn't a big thing in the West. It was no. a, it's, a, it's an Eastern thing. An Eastern Canadian thing? Yeah. Oh. yeah it's, it's, it's still wrong. It's way over to the West. It's moved its way over to the West now, but back then, growing up in oil country in Alberta, we were just a bunch of rednecks. That's nice. it. <laughs> but you, you heard you heard the uh, the Frenchman, Greg Chassane. He's the one who said, uh, <laughs> it's all wrong, and I got somebody to back me up, so we're good. Ah, oh, fuck. Next time we get a Canadian on, you know what I'm doing. <laughs> hey, this is Dewey Halpas, host of Peer Pleasure on the Sound Talent Media Podcast Network. Join me each week as I explore another long-form conversation with one of your favorite musicians, actors, comedians, or creatives. From Chino Moreno of the Deftones, John Gorley of Portugal the Man, to Fat Mike from NoFX, and Ian Mackay from Fugazi and Minor Threat, we go all over the map. From Fallout Boy to Slayer, peer pleasure has it all. Check us out now on Sound Talent Media.